Nigga, I am in the video. Yeah, yeah. I see Justin. <laughs> nigga, get in the video. I know. He's, he's way more attractive. You really want him in here. Yeah. <laughs> so really, comfort is like the like the most powerful thing in game. Deep comfort and you mix it with qualification. I say it's way more powerful than Rick and Report because Rick and Report you could use like something physical with it. I'd rather just go with that. Like focus on that. Focus on commonalities. It, it is so powerful. Like remember that German model? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Literally five minutes I talked about techno. Her eyes lit up. Jay was like dumbfounded. I was, was like, what I the was, fuck? Well here's what here's what was interesting about that set is that I was struggling. Um Share my ultimate opener. You know, it's funny. We don't have openers. I'm gonna be honest. You know, it's funny about that. You know, you, the problem. The here's the problem with that idea. My ultimate opener. <laughs> it, it, the sad part. The here's the sad part. This is what the sad part is. Guys focus too much on the opener, and they don't like. I don't. Fo I don't focus on my opener. I actually focus on frame control. Like I don't. I don't really think about my opens anymore. What I think about is what's going on in the girl's head, and then how can I mirror rapport. Based off of that, so like there was a girl that I, I went shopping earlier, and I was picking up some like some you know grass-fed ground beef because I was gonna get ready to cook something before I did the live stream, and this girl's walking around aimlessly, and as she's walking around aimlessly, the thing that I specifically did was I said I'm like hey um I said I said hey is it just me or is it like so hard to fucking find the shit that you're looking for hey love I, I'm like is it so hard to find some of the shit you're looking for it's kind of a pain in the ass like it's so many options in just so little time, and she's like, oh my god yeah I know I'm like yo so what are you looking for. And she's like, oh, I was like looking for this or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm actually, I'm over here looking for like raw honey. It's been frustrating. I've been looking for two and a half days and I haven't been able to find it. And she's, uh, we start walking around trying to find what it is that I'm looking for. And I was, she's, and I was, I, I, she said something, she said something along, along the lines of, um, she said something along the lines of, I, somehow like, like we weren't from here or like she wasn't from here. And I was like, or no, I, I was like, yo, um, I just, I'm like, I'm not from around the area. So I just really get lost. I'm like, can you help me to find the area? And she said, hey, uh. Yeah, you should you should go check looking over here. And then the guy said, "Hey, what are you looking for?" I'm like, "We're looking for we're we're looking for raw honey." He goes, "Oh, the raw is gonna be over here." I'm like, "You see, it's been like looking for like two days." So we walk down there. I start to we start talking. As we're talking, I'm just building commonalities and building rapport because I picked up on her personality type. So I shifted my game mid game because I realized she was a neurotic. So I don't need to do bad boy shit. I need to be a fucking nice guy. Oh, isn't that supplicating? Oh God. No, it's called empathy. <laughs> so powerful. Empathy yeah. the most powerful. Yeah. So you guys want to know my most powerful opener is? Here's the most powerful opener. Find out what's going on in her head and run my opener off of that, which is called an NLP. I'm pacing her reality. By me pacing her reality, I'm answering the internal question that's going on in her head. And by doing that, it creates rapport with her. So when you walk up to her and you like, who who lies more, guys or girls? Or who lies more? Uh, who what's what's gonna what's your uh, what your magic routine? Or you're opening up going like, hey, you're fucking pretty, right? I'll walk up those. So I had I had mm -hmm. this kid that what was it, Veneer? What the heck was his name? Veneer or some shit like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, I said, yo, you wanna open that bartender? Right? He said, yeah. yeah. I said, here's what you need to do. I'm like, compliment the A cut that she has. He said, what? I said, compliment her hairstyle, compliment the A cut. Okay. He says, oh, no, it's okay, it's fine, fine. He goes, hey, I had to comment. I really, he's like, hey, I had to comment. You have a really good look, and I just figured I'd let you know. And I was like, Dumbass. I'm like, listen to the master. Why? I'm you like, you're it? a fucking idiot. I'm like, I told you, compliment the A cut. He said, bro, that wasn't gonna fucking work. I said, you sure about that? I said, call her back over here. He said, what? I said, call her fucking back. He said, oh, that's awkward. I said, hey, excuse me, miss, really quick. I'm so sorry to bother you. So sorry. I just had to comment. 
I love the A cut that you have. I know that it looks like it just was cut, and I can tell by the way you're playing with it, like it probably is like you're a little insecure about it right now. You probably got like phantom hair, like where you miss your long hair. But I just want to let you know that actually looks really good on you, and there's no reason to be insecure about it. It actually frames your face really well. I was, and then she goes, oh my God, thank you so much. I just got it done. And I've been wondering about, do I look like a fucking lesbian? Like, should I grow it back? What should I do with this? Maybe should I cut it shorter? She starts investing because I knew psychologically what was going on in her head. I knew the question she was trying to answer in her mind. That's the ultimate opener. Yeah. That's the opener. You're expecting my opener to be some functional fucking line. That's not it. Yeah. It's observing what's going on in that person's mind, using empathy to put myself in that person's shoes, and using that information to create instant rapport and instant commonalities with her. That is how you can open 100% of your sets and never get blown out, is by being able to do that. Also know what the girl likes. What do girls do? How do they do their hair? What, what type of stores they go to? What type of fashion they wear? Really? Like, that way you could just make her keep talking even though you know the answer. See, the average guy will walk up, hey, right. I love your sandals. Had to comment, I love those Tory Burks. You're like, you happen, you happen to have... You, if you know that, you're fucking golden. How many girls yeah. do you see me... Do you see me Do you see me comment? I'm like, I, like, yo, that's a really amazing clutch. Or that's an amazing handbag. Because there's a... Guys don't know this. Mm -hmm. Straight... See, most guys don't know this shit because they don't hang with enough girls. But the thing that I notice is specifically this. Her clutch. The difference between a clutch, a handbag a purse, and a wallet. There's a difference. There's a literal difference between each. When I can look and go, hey, that's an undercut. Or hey, that's uh Are you saying that those pages upon pages of opening lives are for nothing? Yeah, pretty much. Wasted your time, bro. Wasted your time. There's no, there's no, the, there's no the formula. It's, a, just, just, yeah. it's, it's, it's sad because think about it. The first thing that we teach on is, the first thing that we teach on is comfort. Yeah. So if comfort is the first part of it, shouldn't my open line trigger commonalities and trigger comfort exactly. absolutely because it allows me to what speed through the phase much faster by mm -hmm. using empathy yeah i can go direct but if she takes my direct lines i'm hitting on her now what have i got i broke rapport now now that's not going to work what's going to end up happening she's going to blow me out she, now the frame is i'm hitting on her and by the frame of me hitting on her everything i do is being framed from that there's no way of me being able yeah what about jeffy's 30 pages of wit oh let's not even i don't even want to go there I didn't want to go there about Jeffy. You, we just had a long story about how we oh blew how I blew Jeffy out he, back in the he, day. With Jeffy, like those, that style of game, Jesus you can Christ. easily blow. It's them so out. easy to blow it's those so guys funny. out. It's so funny. This like, Jesus oh Christ. my god, that 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 is just that is just too easy. Don't give me ammo like that. That's that they make game way too. Easy. I just follow the carnage and just open every chick that they fucked yeah. up with. There, there was one instructor like I fucked this Russian girl and she was bomb ass. Oh, the instructor, yeah. the instructor that DM'd your girl, DM yeah. my girl. And he fucked it up for me. Like, what the fuck? Are you serious? He went direct game on her. I was like, dude. And then she says, is this your friend? And I'm like, I don't know who the fuck that is. But she figured out, like, I I was matching with him. I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah. God damn it. This is, you know, what's funny is because that same, that same girl, I'm having, I have an open, open dialogue in my phone specifically with, like, with that same girl. And it's interesting because that didn't happen. Like that that didn't happen because I was like, oh, just build commonalities. Because if this goes bad, it makes it makes him look bad. And I'm aware of that. Because if you if if your friend is a dumbass and you're friends with him, you're the dumbass too. But if your friends are cool, then also you're cool. I don't think people really understand it. Like the power of the crew, like your dumb guy friend can probably fuck game up really bad for you. Oh, what instructor? Oh, I don't even I'm not gonna go into it. I'm not no, gonna no, I'm not, we're not gonna start dissing guys. Me. No, no, no. Because I can dis I can diss instructors all day on like who's good and who's shit. It's, there's no point in doing that, right? Just know this. 
Most 90% of instructors in pickup aren't any good. Any good. They're terrible. Most instructors are fucking terrible. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about because they have, they really don't know what they're, they just know what's worked for them. They don't really know game. They, they can't identify game from a 10 foot pole. So I want to make this very clear. Good game is not getting the girl who likes you. Good game is being able to punch one to four levels above your weight and get a girl who is way outside of your league. That is good game. Getting the girl who's like, I will not have sex with you and being able to have sex with that girl and to get into a relationship and to be able to date that girl. That is game. That is what real game. Who's your top five legit coaches? Honestly, you know the sad part of the top five coaches I would recommend off the top of my head? All of those same guys I've been trained by. The same person. It's the same. It's and, and it's funny because person. it's the same one instructor who taught all the other instructors, which is the funny part about it. None of the other instructors do anything differently than this particular instructor. Any guy who knows how I game probably would have an inkling of a hint of who that top level instructor is who is the best in the world. The hands down best in the world. There's only one. Like, if I Should think, we give him a hint? At least like nah, one little hint. If these guys can't figure who the best, yeah. I, I have alluded so many times to the guys who have trained me and who have coached <laughs> me and the instructor who trained them. If you can't figure that out, it's just a Google search. It's, man. A, it's a simple Google search. Yeah. Pway Forms top five back in back in the back day. in the day. You'll yeah, find there's yeah. there was one there was one guy on that list for the for the literally as the top instructor for five years in a row. Yeah, and also you know social circles. So it's like Jesus Christ. It's, 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 it's like so, we already gave the hint. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, honestly. But um, so we want to. What I want to do is I want to initially go through comfort. You know. I'm, no, oh God! Don't God. mention that guy. Don't even. Okay. Admit, no, oh my God! That's I hate an that insult. Guy. I hate that. That guy. is an insult. If you mention Neil, okay, maybe. Okay. Yeah, you, yeah. Neil, okay. No, okay. no Styles. Yeah, Styles. Style is good. Styles, 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 Styles up there. Stop. Styles a pug. He actually has yeah. game. He's one of the few guys. He probably like if, if if there was five on that list, he definitely fits in that. He's he's one of those five. Legendary for dude. sure. Yeah, for sure. Neil Strauss style is hands down. He's one of one of the best. Facts, because um, most guys sleep on style. I don't think people get the fact that look how ugly he is. He's a look pasty. How, he's a pasty. Look how ugly that motherfucker is. And look at the girl he landed. <laughs> She's a bombshell. Look, if I you mean, have questions with his wife, his yeah. ex-wife was Look gorgeous. at the instructors and look at the bitches that they're with. That should tell you. Yeah, everything. That should tell you everything. Okay, yeah. if they're with ugly ones, that means they, they ain't suck. got no game. That's why a lot of people ask about like, who? How good is this instructor? I'm like, let me see his girlfriend. <laughs> and this is funny because like I'm like I was banging hotter chicks than most of the instructors. Most of the instructors, which, which is, is terrible. Funny, like I'm like, and they're an instructor. They're instructors. I'm like, my mind is blown. Like, what the fuck? These guys suck. Yeah. So what's interesting is that so let I hear I want to you know one of the things I really I really want to like press home is that ninety percent of your guys' problem in game is comfort. It really does come down to you guys lack the ability to build rapport. So and this is one of the things that I think what might be behooving is to like actually break down an interaction because I feel like that for you guys that would work really well by just breaking down an interaction, right? So let's let's open it up. Yep. All right, we'll go through an interaction. So this is a match. This is a match off a of Bumble, and she's like, "Hi Sam, how are you?" And he's like, "Battling a cold, so having some." Is that is that pusui? Yeah, it's like legumes, basically. Okay, so pusui tonight. Haven't had it in a minute, so I'm worried about the gas effect. 
how are you handling the cold, right? So the way he the way that she responds is, oh man, I was sick about a month ago. It was really bad. I've had a I've had a I've had a cough for I've had a cough for even longer. Literally have done everything and still have an annoying cough. I feel like I'm the only person who eats pasui without bread. This is nothing compared to what we should be expecting next week. So I'm just so I'm just layering up. You notice a very typical question, or um, very typical question. What's your last name? Now, here's what's interesting about this. This girl is giving a lot of investment. This girl is investing a lot in this interaction. She gave three texts to his one. So I've got three areas initially that I can build commonalities off of. So this is one of the things initially that I talk about is that when, you, when, when someone happens to ask you a question, one of the games we want to play is what we call question statement response. So this would be like, hey, what's your favorite restaurant? The girl's response, my favorite restaurant is McDonald's. The, uh, the guy responds back, hey, McDonald's is awesome. Have you ever had Burger King? The girl's response, Burger King's amazing. They have the Whopper Jr. and the chicken finger sticks. Now, there's someone that was right in that interaction, and there was somebody that was wrong in that interaction. Now, if you think about who was right and who was wrong in the interaction, it's very easy to find out that the guy was wrong in the interaction. Now, why is he wrong? That looked like a very normal conversation, but let's break this down. What's your favorite restaurant? The girl's response, my favorite restaurant is McDonald's. The guy responds, McDonald's is awesome. Have you ever had Burger King? Here's the problem. She said her favorite restaurant is McDonald's. Why the fuck are you talking about Burger King? This is what most guys do. Hey, where are you from? I'm from Paris. Oh, well, what are you doing here? You've literally just moved the conversation off of specifically what you just asked her about. Basically, from an operant conditioning perspective, you were teaching her that what she is saying does not matter because you were only going to talk about what you want to talk about. That's like me being like, hey, what's your favorite thing to do in the world? You're like, surf. Hey, surfing is awesome. Have you ever tried snowboarding? Dude, if your favorite thing is surfing, talk about surfing. And one of the ways that you can do that and you can build that commonality is by having a direct commonality, an indirect commonality, using clarification, or using a negative commonality. Now, what is a direct commonality? A direct commonality is you can relate to that thing because you do it as well. She's a surfer. You're a surfer. That's a direct commonality. An indirect commonality is you don't do it, but you know someone who does. Maybe you've got a cousin. Maybe you've got an uncle. Maybe you've got a friend. That's a surfer. You can build a commonality off of that. Clarification. You don't know what it is. Hey, you know, to be honest with you, I've never actually been surfing. If you don't mind me asking, like, what is it? She's like, oh, honestly, surfing is just you literally, like, you, you literally shred water in the ocean. Oh, that's actually amazing. You don't know anything about that. Hey, that's really amazing. I love that you're into that. If you don't mind me asking, what is it that you love about surfing? What is it that you love about surfing? Because why? Maybe I can't relate directly to surfing. I've never surfed myself. But if she's like, um, I love the feeling and the sense of accomplishment that it gives me by surfing. Just when you go out there on those waves and you may miss a few, but then you catch that really big wave and that's that, that one wave makes up for a full day of bad waves because you, you cut down that wave, you land on the fucking beach and you literally have your hands in the victory pose because the thing that was stopping you that you almost believed that you couldn't do, you now just conquered. Can you relate to that emotion? Can you relate to an experience like that? Well, actually, I can. Well, has there anything that's been in your life specifically that allows you to relate to that? Because if you can relate to the underlying emotion to why she loves surfing, you can still build that commonality. But you're building the commonality around the emotion that specifically that she felt from surfing. Hey, you know what? I know exactly what you mean. I remember one of the, you know, when I first got into my one of the career field that I work in now, um, it's, it actually requires a lot out of you. And there's some days you literally feel like shit. There's plenty of days where there's a lot of resistance. There's things that 
that you encounter and that you can't always win. And it gets really fucking frustrating. There's some days you want to give up. Just like you said, when you're sitting out there on those waves and you miss so many of them. And so you catch that one big wave. That one big wave that you end up crushing makes up for a whole day of, of really, really bad waves. Well, the same thing specifically when I'm in this career. What it allows me to do is that I could have a really shitty day. And then that one person that comes back and tells me that I changed their life, that sense of accomplishment, that sense of pride that you feel knowing specifically that you were able to help somebody to impact their life and you have the best sense of accomplishment you would ever fucking feel, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. That sense of accomplishment that you were talking about, the sense of pride of knowing that you impacted somebody's life and you were able to, to push through, it made up for all the bad that you experienced. If you don't mind me asking, what keeps you going? You know, what's the reason that you, what's the reason that you got into this? Like, what is it that, that did you get out of this? You know, and then she's going to open up some more. Question, statement, response. So here's what you here's what you're supposed to you're supposed to do when you talk to a girl. Hey, what's your favorite thing to do in the world? What's your what's your favorite restaurant? My favorite restaurant is McDonald's. Hey, McDonald's is awesome. I heard they're coming out with the McRib in a month. I can't wait. What's your favorite thing on the menu? That's how you build the commonality. Hey, what's your favorite thing to do in the world? Surf. Yo, there's nothing better than being out on a hot day like today. You've got a few friends with you, and there's no girls, so there's no drama. You've got a few Coronas with you. It's a hot day. You, know, you can knock back a fucking cold one. So you go, you grab your wetsuit, you run out into the water with you and your boys. You're like, hey, wait for me. You cut all the way out there. You start to paddle out to, 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 pad, you paddle out to where the past where the buoys are. And then you sit there and you miss a few fucking waves, and it sucks. You're just like, oh, fuck, man. I, you know, I, didn't, I, I really I missed three or four of those. But then there's that one that you come back, that one major swell that comes up and you're ready for it. As that swell happens to come up, it starts to pull your fucking board up. You start to slowly fucking paddle. Then, you, then you're able to literally cut all the way through. And then you get that, as the wave starts to break, you're cutting all the way down that wave, going back and forth. And literally you fucking slay. And right in that moment, you're like, damn, all of that bullshit that I went through just for that one perfect wave, for that one perfect day as I land back on the beach. And I grab me a fucking curl and I pop that fucking cold one. And then like, yo, how was that wave? It was like, it's fucking amazing. Where's your favorite place to surf? Do you see what I was doing? I was talking about the topic at hand. See, uh, by me discussing surfing and discussing it, talking about the topic, what I've effectively been able to do was create a commonality about the experience. Now, I didn't say I surfed, but by me talking about it with that depth of information and a sensory vividness, the girl's going to assume that, I'm, that I've actually surfed. She's going to assume that I was able to build that commonality. And by building that commonality, by keeping that resonance, she's going to like me. She's going to enjoy talking with me. Why? Because we're talking about the favorite, her favorite subject in the world. What most guys fuck up is they're like, yeah, man, you know, I actually surfed too. You know, I got my first board when I was like 16. It was yeah. a six foot two Panamera. I waxed it every single day. As soon as you do that, you lose the girl. Yeah, as soon as you do that. Just make her talk. That's what happened in that text interaction. I went completely away from... The strong commonality I had, which was like I'm in the Balkans, I shared it this like kept running it. I should have sent memes to it. Except I was Family talking jokes, about I, I was talking about stock market and training. I was qualifying myself, and then I realized that I was like, oh fuck, I fucked it up. I fucked up the most important thing, and that's mm -hmm. where you lose a girl completely. All the ninety percent of the time. Ninety percent. This is where guys. This is where guys. It's funny because some of the guys that tuned in, I was on the phone with earlier, and we talked about some really advanced topics. So what's really here's what's here's what I find that's really fascinating to me, right? Is what guys will do in these interactions is that you will build the commonality talking about yourself, and as you build that commonality talking about you, what ends up happening is the girl immediately loses interest because everyone's favorite topic is themselves. 
But 90% of the time that you hear somebody talk, they only talk about themselves. The girl doesn't give a shit. The girl only wants to talk about what she wants to talk about, right? So when I'm talking to a girl, there's two purposes to all of my words. It is to learn as much as I can about her, and it is to build a commonality. That is my only focus. That is my only specific goal, is to build commonalities with this girl. Because the more commonalities that I can build, and build them as wide and deep as possible, while I accumulate time, I'm going to get a day two. I'm going to get a date with this girl. The girl does not have to be that attractive for me to, to get compliance to come out to something that she enjoys. Because if I can get her out on a day two, I still have the opportunity to build attraction. I, like, guys think that they, that if you don't fuck the girl within, like, seven hours, seven days, that you end up in the friend zone. I have literally been where I have friend zone girls. I have been in the friend zone for a period of eight and a half months, and then I will sleep with the girl, where I will end up dating him. And someone goes, how the fuck did you have sex with her when you specifically were friends with her for nine months? And the thing that they don't understand is it's frame control. That's one of the things I'm, I'm, I put a lot of effort into is I will control the frame of the interaction. As I specifically do that, I never end up at the friend zone because the underlying perception of the interaction – see, what, real, what a real frame is, is it's your perception. It is your, her, it's your perception and her perception of given events. And because you both have a perception of the given event, the problem is, is that I need to get her perception of the event to match my perception of the event. And if I am able to do that, now I create resonance. If I'm able to create resonance and keep it sexual with the girl while having time, I'm going to have sex. Because time is the arbitrage. She can spend her time with anybody. And if she is spending it with me, then that is a very powerful thing to be able yeah. to do. Especially if you act like it's no big deal seeing her naked. Like, like especially if she's in your house. She's already there. She's comfortable. He's like, it's no big deal. I'm just like, yo, let's calm down. I'm just getting toilet paper while she's in the shower. Yeah. He's like, no big deal. She, the, the, the fucking, the shit, if, how many conversations do you hear me talking with a girl and we're talking about sex? Oh, so many times. It's like, like that's the strongest thing because girls love talking about dating, sex, relationships. Go with that. How many times do you see me even in my text interactions? I'll be like doing some shit online and I'm talking with a girl. Like even Mark is sitting over there. He's like knocking the fuck out. But it's funny. He was reading my text interactions. How quickly did I talk about sex? Yeah. Like within <laughs> three or four yeah, senses like, yeah yeah, yeah. You, like the best power the best really the best opener is really like what is the creepiest message you got today jesus yeah Christ. yeah literally just yeah. blow those other guys out like because the thing is that's what every guy yeah. is doing every guy is sending is sending the standard line so by using that you're using empathy yeah. by knowing yeah. specifically she's going to be getting hit on by dudes like a lot of times when I go open, I just think about what's the what's the what's the what's the the social norm of the room, and then I just think about it from a perspective of like what is every other guy doing in the room, and then what am I gonna do to counteract that, and then I just go and then I just game based off of what the underlying perception is that's going on in the room. If I see girls being creeped out all night, I know exactly what I need to do. I just need to come in being super normal, super nice. And I will, and instantly I will have immediately commonalities just by being normal. And the girls will go, oh my God, thank you for being normal. Because by guys making it so creepy, they've just made it so easy for me to, to run this beta ass game and to win. It's just, it's so easy. Like I remember that model, whenever that, uh, that uh, African model that came by and we, li I literally just said, the one with the kinky hair. Yeah, I asked her like, how many creepy dudes hit on you tonight? And then she lit up, she's she like, said she's at a table with a dude who spent all this money. And she says, hey, do you want anything to drink? I'll get you some on the table and I'll bring it back. Oh, my goodness. This is so fucking funny. She was gorgeous. She was hot. She and was what's hot. funny is that the only reason we were able to build a commonality was because of the fact she was getting hit on before she walked up to see us. So it made it very easy to open her. Yeah. Like, that's using empathy. That's using situational awareness and then using that to open. 
when you guys run around doing your fucking spin move, when she walks away, hey, I'm, I'm really curious, just because it seems like you were really uncomfortable with that spin, what the fuck was that about? What happened? How I blew how I blew out the, the promoter? You know the one that we're friends with now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember those two models we were talking to? I blew him out by what? You, you blow him the fuck out. I just yeah. literally, I just used empathy yeah. and did an iteration. This is what I saw, and because I saw that, it made me think of this. Mm-hmm. Out like, and then she goes, yeah. "Oh my God, you saw that?" I'm like, "Yeah." And he, what is it? He specifically said, "Oh, there's a model after party coming out." And then the, he didn't. The, he, those German models they hated had just, modeling. They had hate modeling. They, they actually were ex models and they hated modeling, so they quit. So they could and they work like a regular nine to five job. What was really interesting was that he comes back next week and he goes, "What the fuck did you do for those girls?" And I just was like, "No, nah. I'm like, Dude, homies was, ever since, even though we blow them out." Was, <laughs> yet literally. I, like that was all we did was we just yeah. used empathy. Plenty of you guys that come out and field, like if I see you guys do weird shit, I just follow the carnage and I just open every every girl that you blew out on. I just build my social proof on your idiocy. He did the same thing again. There was a group of four, and I think he still invited them to another party. But guess what? They still hanged out with us till the end. The same, the same yeah. four girls. Yeah. So, uh, you know it's interesting. They, there was another guy. He did this. He did something similar with. Uh, there was the oh no, it was a bunch of pickup artists. It was one of Ian's pickup pickup kids. Oh yeah. And they did some weird shit. And I just and I just walked up to the girls after they blew out, opened that same set, and just came in super normal and just built rapport. And it made it and the guys, you guys make it easier for me to actually game. Because exactly. I don't need to think about what to say. You just give me the opener. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, should I go in trying to be creative or should I just use the situation that just happened to my advantage? Mm-hmm. And by doing that, I'm, that's what do you think? If you just did something creepy, what do you think the girl, the immediate thing, girl's gonna talk about when you leave? Like, oh, that creepy guy. What did he do to me? Like, oh my god, he was touching me. And the oh. next guy that walked up, she yeah. didn't walk up being like, "Hey, pretty girl." Oh no. Yeah, she's gonna associate all that weird shit that to you. Happened to you. She yeah. just, she just preemptively just got something creepy. You walking in being like, "Hey, I had to say I love your outfit. Fuck off." Hey, I just had to say I love your makeup. Fuck off. And they don't realize like some girls got raped. Lester, they don't want to be fucking touched. The harder the girl is, the less the she more wants to be touched. You cannot touch her at all. Like you got to put your hands behind your back. And this is so. I, there's a guy that, that tuned in here. We were on a phone call, a two and a half hour phone call, mm-hmm. and he was asking. He said, "Yo, how?" He said, "How do you close from social circle?" I said, "It's very easy." He goes, "He said, I'm like, here's what you do. You go in. You're social. Then from being social, all you do is you're gonna just sit there and you're gonna look." Which girl in the room, specifically, has been is staying to the end of the party? I just find that, that girl's gonna make it obvious that she wants to have sex with you. They close you. Yep. It's a fact. If your game is that good, they'll close you. You have to do none of the work. How many times did I get numbers last night and I was not trying? The both yeah. of those girls asked for my number. Mm-hmm. The the girl, not now, not the night before. The first girl, yeah. remember specifically, she asked for my number because she. She was a film student. Yes. And I built a commonality about her being a film student. Wow. Yeah. And, I, and, and it was an indirect commonality because I was like, oh, I have a friend of mine. He actually goes to NYU. He's aiming to be a cinematographer. He's actually a really fucking talented guy. Yeah, yeah. And he was telling me like, how hard it is when you go through like, all these different B-rolls and shit. And she was like, oh, my God, yeah. And that's how we built the commonality. And she said, hey, you're really dope. Let's keep in touch. Yeah. Like uh, this French girl, I was just talking about travel. Pretty much our Basel, Miami, California, future projection. You know, like it was just simple, it was easy after that. Your IG closed, it was just simple. Set up a day two, 
the other girl that 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 was the, you know the girls the same girls that go to PhD that are here till Saturday. Yeah. I didn't number close that girl. That girl closed me. Hey, where are you guys going this week? What do you, what are your plans? Because I built enough investment to where she saw status in me. Therefore, now she's investing because she she's she when she's invested at that point where they like somebody, they're not gonna they've got the they're, they've got a sunk cost. She's heavily invested. Does the cost is way too much for her to not get a reward on that because the investment's so high she's going to chase for my number why she's invested anything you spend money or time or energy into you're going to want a reward for that compliance you're going to want a reward for that investment that's why comfort's so powerful is because if i'm going to get you to open up and to tell me the deepest parts about you you have to at some point rationalize why am i spending three three hours with this guy why am i spending three hours talking to this dude mm -hmm. Why am I telling all the deepest parts of my life? Why am I telling him all this shit about myself and the things I want to do? Why am I qualifying myself to him? It yeah. must be because I like him. There was a there was one night, really, like where I was with um, that former guy that we we both hate, and basically he was he was telling me there was a really fine Colombian girl, like she was super hot, she was my type, and I pretty much yeah, stayed and said, yeah, hey, she's my, my type. type, she's my fucking type, big booty, small waist, perfect. Beautiful, beautiful teeth, beautiful smile, like this bombshell Colombian girl. Three and a half hours, I stayed in there. When he was telling me, like you're wasting, like you're wasting your time, bro. You should be approaching more sets. Like why? When she's the hottest girl in the room, get the fuck out of here. Like I'm gonna stay with the hottest girl and stay there and build time and investment. It took a little while, by day two and closed her. It, you know. Because of that time investment, and because I stayed in there, I didn't. I didn't force her to the table. She she didn't like the other guy either. She's like, "Why is this? This guy is just so weird. He's asking for my number already." Like he he was like he was trying to fuck her, and I was just like being beta as possible. See, you know what's really funny? You know what I find so funny about this? I see so many guys. They're like talking about they got to be alpha. They got to be alpha, and they're they're worried about that if they aren't alpha, they'll not get the girl. And I remember being on this conversation with this kid, and I was like, hey, man, I'm, you know, the thing I want to ask you is I'm like, what are you afraid of? And he's like, I'm not afraid of anything. I'm like, you're asking all of these questions and these hypothetical, pontificated situations about what do I do about this and what do I do about that? I said, I have to ask you, do you have any experience actually building social circles? He said, I don't. I said, yeah, I could tell. He said, how could you tell? I'm like, because all the questions you're asking me, they would have been answered already if you had a big enough social circle. You know, do you know how you get close from social circle? The girl chooses you. That's what happens, right? You're in a social circle. You are pre-selected with a bunch of women. I don't care. Like, no girl can look at a guy who's pre-selected and say he's a fucking weirdo. If a guy is pre-selected, she is going to think he is a cool guy because most guys do not have female friends. If you were to ask any woman, a woman at all, how many guys do you know that have female friends? And it's very a small minutia number of guys who have the ability to make friends with the opposite sex. This is how strange it is. It's almost like a fucking anomaly. Yeah. If you're one of the guys that has the ability to build rapport with girls and can make friends with females, I promise you, you will get laid more than you know what to do with. Mm -hmm. Because girls know more girls. Guys know more guys. It's very rare you meet a guy and he happens to have access to an aggressive amount of women in pre-selection. Every... You know the, th the three top qualities that I've seen with naturals? They're pre-selected, they're confident, and they have the ability to sexually escalate. They've got abundance. So they're pre-selected and they've got abundance. Because they have abundance, 
that means they've got choice. By them being confident and having experience in these social situations, they know how to behave themselves. They know how to behave around women. And having the ability to sexually escalate means specifically they're going to know how to choose the girl they are specifically into and they're going to be able to, to, to be able to sleep with her, not because like they're forcing her to do anything. It's because they have abundance. Every other girl in the group likes them, trusts them. Other girls think that they are attractive. They're confident, which means they have experience with women. They know how to yeah. behave around women. That's an attractive signal. When you can communicate to women that you have been around women, there are certain frames that I set and guys wonder, they go, why do you say that to women? And I'm like, you've obviously never had a girlfriend. Because if you've ever had a girlfriend or you've ever had female friends, like real female friends, most of my female friends I have seen naked. This is why I can specifically talk to women about things, sexual related topics, and what it's like to be a woman. And pretty damn close, be able to relate to what it is like to be a female. I'm able to relate so well, in fact, that because of that, women end up feeling very close to me very, very quickly. And it's probably the thing that makes me the most dangerous is because I can talk to a girl and very quickly, I know how to assess the way she specifically likes being talked to and the things she's going to be most interested in. Yeah. And every time I talk to her, all I do is talk about those things. I make the conversation about her. I don't make it at all about me. It is or, always about the or girl. Or even having a female confidant. Let's talk about like, oh, how do you, what do you think about this text? Is it creepy or whatever? And she can give you Direct feedback. Yeah. Hey, you shouldn't have said that. That looked really thirsty. Hey, that looked really weird. That's what women are for. Women help groom men. You know, if I sit here like this, right? And I've got my collar disheveled like this. You know, any girl that would see this, they're fucking, they're, that shit drives them nuts. They immediately want to fix it. Right? They want to fix it. Because they help you groom you. They help make you look better. They know what looks the best for you. They'll tell you what text you should send, how you should dress, what face hair is going to look the best in you. Because they, they can take themselves obje uh, obje uh, sorry, objectively and be able to look at you and say, hey, this is actually what you should be doing. They can put themselves in, you, uh, in, in the, the shoes of not what they think is attractive. They know how to give you advice specific on what's going to work for you based on your face and what color is going to work for you. Depending on how savvy they are as a girl. But what's amazing about that is that the more women that you are around, they start to tailor your game and they start to make you. I remember the first time I actually built a social circle and I was around real nines and tens. And one of the first things that I figured out very quickly was that, damn, no instructor could have taught me more about what it was like to be around females and the way to build rapport with females and what it's like to be a female than specifically having an abundance of women. Back in the day, I used to have after parties every single night at Project Hollywood. And as we had the afterwards at Project Hollywood, the, we used to allow girls to stay over in one of the rooms. You know, yeah. to, you know, to this day, yeah. literally, if I had, if I were to set it back up again, I would set it back up specifically where I had women over all the time. People would say, "Why?" I say, "Because women allow me to be calibrated." Yeah. They, w I've learned more about how to close. I've learned about how to, to kiss properly. I've learned more about how to build rapport, how to screen for logistics from girls. Yeah. I have figured out the pattern loops of hot girls and how to effectively have sex with them. Based on game, I've seen worked on, work on them. Yeah, I had like a girl's family member telling me like, "Oh, you should ask her what hotel she's staying tonight." Because they yeah. trust you. Yeah, I was she like, "What?" She told you logistically what you needed to do. Yeah, and it was crazy, and I still didn't have to ask the question because she asked it for her, like, "Oh, you gonna drop me by my hotel tonight? What do you think is gonna happen?" Dude, shit. When 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 the girl specifically is like, "Hey, you know what? No, no, go with her. We trust you," and the yeah. friend hands you. 
the friend on the silver platter. Most of you guys don't even probably know what the fuck referral sex is. Referral sex is fucking powerful. Oh yeah. When you give the when you give really good dick and every girl tells all her girlfriends about mm-hmm. it, they speak, they talk like Google. Like they are the girls of the World Wide Web. And they and they all are connected. And if enough girls hear about, oh, the dick is good, if you guys stop seeing each other or you guys stop sleeping together for whatever reason, you will have girls come hit you up and they'll be like, hey, what's up? And you're like, hey, what's going on? And she'll be like, um, so I, yo, I heard you're like a really cool dude. And you're like, yeah, for sure. And she said, yeah, I heard the dick was good. Wait, what? Like literally, a girl be like, yeah, like I heard, she told me the dick was good. So, I, you know, I got curious. And yep. girls will literally hook up with you off of the fact of a referral. I remember the first time... That one of my female friends, hey, said, hey, can you please fuck Jessica? She hasn't been fucked in a while, and she's starting <laughs> to irritate us. <laughs> she needs some dick. And, like, can uh, you just go make it happen? And they actually, like, put us together, moved away, and just disappeared. And they beautiful. said, like, we need you to run game on her and just fuck her for us. Beautiful. Which means that I can have sex with her, and I'm not seen as a slut. Because they threw me their friend. I'm doing a charity deed. Exactly. It's yes. charity, dick. It's for the community. What I do for king and country. It's that's like, yeah, that's like, game right there. It's like, why are you having sex? I do it for America. Exactly. <laughs> I do it for the little black and white children all over the world. Man, the God bless them. <laughs> <laughs> America, America, great again. Man. So... The idea is that you need you need to really focus on building rapport. Rapport is the first part of the interaction, the first part of the phase. One of the things that makes it very easy to build rapport, build social proof, because social proof builds comfort and it builds attraction simultaneously at the yeah. same time. Here's one of the second things: when you go to when you go to go open a girl, try to use an observational approach. Try to see what specifically do you see about this interaction. Are they talking? Are they busy? Are they in a rush? Try to make some mental notes about the interaction before you happen to go in. As you observe what's going on, then you open from that. And then you justify a reason. Why? Stanley Milgrams learned about the power of justification back in the early 50s or back in the early 80s by specifically asking 80 female participants for their seat. Hey, do you mind if I have, this, mind if I have that seat? No, actually. I, I like my seat. He was able to re- reverse the response and get more people to say yes by specifically adding a reason for why he needed that seat. Hey, do you mind if I have that seat? I have a bad leg. Hey, do you mind if I have that seat? I have a nose. Hey, do you mind if I have that seat? Because. As long as he gave them a reason, even if it was just saying because, he increased compliance from the the Confederates that he was asking the questions of, specifically by just giving them a reason. That's the power of just giving someone a reason, a justification, a reason for why you needed that seat. Right? I went around for a week doing this where I would just just be like, hey, man, do you mind if I have that water by any chance? It's just that I'm really parched right now, and it seems like you have actually a few, uh, plenty of, plenty of, Hey, by any chance, man, do you happen to have, do you happen to have a cigarette? Don't you hate how people ask you, do you happen to have an extra cigarette? Like, you just run around carrying extra cigarettes for everyone in the world? Be like, yeah, I'm not going to ask you. I said, you just happen to have a cigarette? I just figured I would ask because I see the marble, the marble pack in your hand and you just gave one to her. Yeah. So just give them a justified reason, just a reason for why they should comply. Another thing I see with guys at night is when they go around and do mass approaches, running around the room, doing the bobblehead. Yeah, they're, they're looking really, around yeah, for, for the next interaction. really... You got to look at the optics of the room. You got to go to the high traffic areas and stay there and just rotate. Find the three traffic areas and rotate. Between so you have three a pur- areas. And you have a purpose and approach the people within the area. Approach guys even so you can warm up. It's the best way. This is why guys have a problem, honestly, of being able to find that girl they're really into is because they don't have enough social proof. If you're the guy who's inside, I want you to imagine this scenario. You're inside of a room. 
you're looking around for girls to have a conversation with. Because of that reason, here's how, how a girl sees you. The girl effectively sees you as you're hunting for pussy. Ask any woman, what does this guy look like that's running around trying to talk to girls and they think he is hunting for pussy. Effectively, if they think you are hunting for pussy, then you look like the type of guy that she doesn't want to hang around with, right? Because why? You're the guy who's trying to go hit on girls. You don't have any girls with you. It immediately disqualifies you. But immediately. if you're the guy who's walking around talking to absolutely everybody, do now you look like you're hitting on people or does it look like you know everybody in the bar? We should think about that for a minute, right? This is some of the shit I do. Like I'll tell guys, I'm like, how about you just talk to your wings and talk to all the guys in the room? Go talk to the males and the females and be like, why would you do that? I said, because when you do that, you're creating so many warm approaches for yourself and you have so many sets that you can interact with that you're never stuck without a set to talk to. You're never stuck without an interaction of someone to have a conversation with because so many people fucking know you. And they could be a high status male that knows a ton of girls. That's the best way to close someone. When a high status man knows like twenty hot female friends, and he's giving you the introduction. Oh my god! Like you the don't have to do any so work. Powerful. Like yeah, exactly. Like just approach everyone, just talk, find out their PDE, build comfort. Don't don't qualify yourself. Make them talk. They're gonna fucking love you because people just love talking about themselves. But I know how hard it is because even I'm in a month month and a half. I'm still trying to wrap my brain around this. It's very difficult. But what's difficult is is actually a good thing. So you got to keep going at it. Just keep sure. Just keep sharpening the saw and just working your way at it. So, I, one of the things I wanted to go into was was a negative commonality. So what a negative commonality is, it's effectively a break in rapport. This is you know what it is, but you choose to not like it. Hey, you know what's your restaurant? McDonald's. Oh my God, you like McDonald's? What the fuck is wrong? Don't you know that place gives you the runs? I know what it is. I choose to not like it. See that? You, I went through clarification. I went through an indirect commonality. Those are the four ways you were able to build commonalities. It's direct, indirect, negative, and using clarification. Now, here's what's interesting. There are two ways to describe something, logically and emotionally. Logically is like pain, it's like taking out a, 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 taking out a paper and drawing a 2D model of what it looks like. So if I talk about a jacuzzi, you're like, hey, man, we've got the jacuzzi. It's two feet wide by three feet high. It's, you know, it's got like 3,000 3, horsepower. Uh, propulsion with the jets, and this specifically, this specifically, what it looks like. Um, so by me talking about what it looks like, what I'm all I'm effectively saying is this: I am drawing a picture. Now I can say this way: Hey man, I've got this hot tub. It's three feet wide by 15 feet high. Um, it's got these, it's actually it's got these uh, these amazing propulsion jets. And the propulsion jets, one of the best things about it is that when you have like a really bad, really bad back pain, you can literally sit down inside of the fucking hot tub and as the, 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 the pumps hit your back, it literally is one of the most amazing fucking feelings in the world. It makes you just want to relax and spread out like Swiss cheese. There's literally nothing fucking better. And you know the best part about it? You know those LA girls with like the you know fake blondes with really big fake boobs? Bro, literally it's going to be so fucking made of them. We're going to like literally pack the place out and then we've got like the fucking corners. We've got to feel the boys coming by. But I don't know about you, but like, it, like I'm so fucking excited. Like, I can't even fucking talk about it. And then the water is warm to the fucking touch. Man, that's just sound amazing to you. Of course, that sounds amazing. Like, if I actually read one of my last Hinge interactions, this is specifically what I did. I had I specifically was talking to this girl. I ups, I upsold a reason for us to go hang out, to go do something, and it was based off the fact that she mentioned that she likes to sing. That singing is one of her creative outlets. She's an artist. She loves art because art is a way to express herself, particularly painting, drawing, poetry, and singing. So I knew, well, I can do a day two on karaoke. 
I can do a tattoo about an art museum or an art showing or a gallery opening. I can specifically take her to a museum. Why? Because she likes art. I can take her to MoMA, the, the Museum of Modern Art. Why? I know about MoMA. I can take her there. That's going to be something that's going to be uh, interesting. Or take her to the, there's, I think, like a, like a, I think it's like the Eli Whitney Museum. And that's specifically like the, the, the MoMA, one of the people in the family or whatever, like married in to the Whitney family. The Whitney family is actually the, the people that owned to Grand Central Station. Yeah. They married in with the Vanderbilts. So like that is part of their history. And what's interesting about that, by me taking somebody there, because she's an artist, she's going to find it interesting. Take her to a poetry reading. Why? She specifically said she was into that. Those are all dates she's not going to flake on. Why? I could take her for red wine or I could take her for ice cream. She may like those things, but how do I know? What if she's allergic to ice cream? What if she's allergic to red wine? What if she's keto? What if she can't have it? What if she's vegan? See, this is why it pays to build commonalities because I don't have to try to decipher what date I should take her on. She's fucking told me what she wants to do. She's told me what she values. She's told me specifically, here's how to have sex with me. She gave me her fucking blueprint. I don't have to sit and figure out what the fuck she want to talk about. She fucking told me. And then I just talk about it. But yeah. what guys do is you listen to fucking Julian and Tyler and Jeffy and Flawless Tim. Especially if you've been doing it for years and you're trying to just untangle the useless neurons that, you know, like of the useless information you were learning. You're trying so hard to go man to woman yeah. that literally you are disqualifying yourself and statistically removing your odds of being able to hook up with that girl because you were being too ag aggressive and too direct with her so she doesn't get time to get to know you to see, do I actually want to have sex with him? You see, what what Jay really focuses on is on science and data and psychology. And it's immensely powerful. And it's ev everything, in that, everything in that game where he has that game, he's able to blow out instructors like no tomorrow. It's not that I'm even doing anything. Yeah. I'm he's not, not doing even anything doing anything fancy. He's not doing anything. They're special. just making it really fucking easy by yeah. being un by be by being socially unintelligent. They've made it really easy for me because of the contrast principle. If they're being really aggressive and I come in super beta, she's going to like me yeah. because of contrast, yeah. right? If you lift a really heavy weight, and then afterwards you go to lift something that that's much lighter. It's going to feel tremendously louder because you were just under something that was aggressively heavy. So if you were really creepy, I just have to go in being super normal and I'm going to get compliance. That set's going to hit because you fucked up. You did something socially unintelligent. So by me being even slightly more intelligent than you, I'm going to win every single time. Because I'm calibrating. I'm reading via situation. I am adjusting. I'm using empathy. I am seeing things from their perspective, which allows me to open based on off of what I am observing. Let's see. There's a whole lot down there's here. A, there's a lot. Wow. Oh, I didn't shit. even see this. Wow. Yeah, oh, wow. Okay. Everything now. Oh, I've got to go through a lot. Okay. All right. Wow. This talk is too high level for me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Let's see about this. Wow. All right. Okay. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's see. Let's see where we start at. You guys are really getting in here. Wow. I, I kind of would like to finish just building commonalities, but I, you know what I mean? If, I, if you guys want to just cut it here, I'll just go straight into fucking Q&A and keep it That's simple like that. Dick, but who's the sidekick? Oh, I'm nobody, bro. Let's see. Jesus Christ. Let's, let's come from here. What up, bro? I get way more girls in person and at bars and shit than online. They just see my profile pic and they already disregard me. Just, yeah, you, you may not realize it, but the reason that they're disregarding you because of your profile photo is because of the fact that they're just not attracted to your personality type. You're being disqualified because of 
she's probably a different personality mesh than you. Or I would imagine maybe your life doesn't look that interesting. Based on what you're saying, I, I would have to look at your profile and get an idea of exactly what you're doing. But I would imagine you're you're disqualifying yourself based on certain shit that you're doing. It's an opener. Went through that. Down south. We locked down. Down the house of Selena Gomez. Jesus. Video for weekly parties. There aye, you go. Yeah. That's the power. That's the that's literally the power of, of finding finding connections with the right people. Do spin handshake. Jesus Christ. That spin <laughs> handshake is so fucking creepy. Not to be a dick, but who's psychic? I'm nobody, as I said before. Are you saying, yeah, of course. What about Jeffy's 30 pages of wit? That's a walk of fucking time. Walk up and say, so do you, so you do anal? Yeah, it ain't going to work. You're trying to use qualification. That is asking for way too much compliance right away, and you don't have enough status to do that. It's not going to work. It works after you build it. That works after. Yeah. See, you, I, can literally, I can literally say this to a girl after I've spent about three or four hours with her, yeah. and I've built up qualification insanely high. Or what I've done is I've, just, I've used a qualification ladder and built the rungs up slowly to be able to ask her that. My instructor... That's it. I'm dying my hair purple like VK. Man, that's that's so many years ago. Jesus. Furry hats. Let's see. How do you talk about fucking without being a creep? It's really easy. So, um, hmm. you know what? Let me try to open up. Let me see. maybe maybe I can open up one of my interactions and then I can I can specifically give you an instance where I talk cuz I talk about sex really quick. With most girls. Oh, shit, this is one of my other students. Okay, I gotta respond back to him later. Okay. Uh, let me see. Can I go to any of my online profiles? If I go to my online yeah. profiles, I probably can find something. Hold on. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, please let me have like a desktop app or some shit. <laughs> Let me see. I'm trying to pull this up for you guys. Oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Let me see. Hopefully. Please. Please. Let's see. AB, I might, might be able to do this. Unless I'd have you log into my account. Let's see. Oh, shit. This might be interesting. No, I can't. You know, it's weird. It doesn't seem like I can do it. It says send what? Oh, this is, I think it's for iOS. Send the download, yes, for iOS. They won't allow you, they won't allow me to, to do it. Nah. Let me try, okay, I'm gonna try another site. I got, I think I, there's gonna be some old shit though. <laughs> okay, Cupid. Yeah, that's how you know how long ago it was. Oh my God, I remember that site. Yeah. <sighs> Whenever I used to not be able to game, I would literally, <laughs> I would come to OK Cupid and I would literally just practice my game. Now that I look back, there's so many psychotics on that site. It's it literally is amazing. Ridiculous. Okay, cool. I think I'm yeah. Okay, I'm in. I'm in my. I'm in my site. All right. So I'm gonna open up some interactions. Okay. Are oh, you gonna be kidding me? Come on.
Okay. Cool. Updating our terms and conditions. Hey guys, what's up? I hope you guys are enjoying the content from the podcast. Um, the amazing part about this is, is that Anchor actually allows for you guys to go ahead and so donate and support the podcast. So you can join everyone else that already has been supporting the episodes. And it really just goes towards helping me to be able to produce more content. So if you guys are enjoying this, go ahead and, and make a donation. I really appreciate that. And enjoy the rest of the episodes. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.